podcast galaxy. They've scoured through the holocrons, worked on the spice mines of Kessel, but now they've gone rogue. This is Rogue Sons. All right, welcome to Rogue Sons, a Star Wars podcast. I am your host, uh, Kieran, and this is my brother, Thaden, who will yeah. give all the information. Yeah, that's my duty here. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I forget everything I learned, so... <laughs> and I'm the opposite. Yeah, and he retains all the information that happens. Everything. <laughs> um, we're going to talk today about uh, the movie that our podcast is slightly named after. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Rogue One. Um, I just want to remind everybody again that we're going to be on Tuesdays on the Imperial Remnant broadcast on Fandom Empire. We're actually filming it today. Yeah. Um, so we're having a lot of fun with that, and we're still trying to do our own thing. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about Rogue One, and we both, I believe, like this movie. Yes. Aiden, you like this movie, right? Yes, I do. Yes. Quite a lot. Okay, good. So we want to talk about a few things um, let's just go over the basic story and the characters, things we like, and we'll just have a conversation. Yeah. I just watched the movie again. I've seen it probably five or six times, but I just watched it again to probably remind myself. Five or six times? I know. I know. <laughs> well, I have children and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, that is I have a responsibilities. Lot, really, to be fair. But uh, the thing that sticks out to me the most is that it's a good story. It's very easy to follow. It's got, I feel like they did the best job making this movie because it didn't have to be epic. I feel like they could just tell a good story and it just turned out to be a good story. Yeah. I feel like it could have done that. And the first parts are like that. It's like a smaller mission. It feels like a small covert kind of mission with the rebels. They're not in big wars throughout the whole movie or anything. But then the end is like, they do a good job of being like, okay, we're going to go alone. And then naturally everyone else is like, no, we have to go fight with them on Scarif. And like, that's by far my favorite part of the movie. But um, let's talk about some of the earlier parts. What do you think of like the introductions to characters? Like, let's go with Cassian, for example, because I know his introduction is a little strange. It's a pretty dark intro for a rebel character. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get, uh, like, the, um, I don't know, you get, the, it's like an espionage tale, right? Yeah. He's definitely, he's definitely a spy, and he explains throughout the story how, like, he does things that he doesn't necessarily like because he's working towards a goal, and he knows it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. Like, if he has to kill somebody who's not necessarily evil in order to keep his mission going or keep his cover... You know, that's what he does in order to support the rebellion. Yeah, and that's how it opens. And that's like the first thing he does. And that's gonna make him that's gonna make him a really interesting character for his own show. Yeah. But yeah, it opens up and he uh kind of betrays like a character who gives him information and well, he leaves him <laughs> he, he leaves him, him. yeah. He true. kills him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, he's just like I'd say he got my him, stuff from me. Yeah. I mean he betrays it's him. It's in yeah. a way that's also like you you know the justification because if he would have gotten caught, he probably would have given something away, and he probably would have gotten caught because I'm pretty. I feel like he was limping or something. Yeah, he yeah. does. He has okay. a. He said I can't climb with that with my arm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's and he's got right, like right. he's got like a sling looking like type thing on his arm, or yeah. he's got his arm hoisted up like. So it it like opens up by showing you like, you know, the rebellion is a just cause. They do good. They're striving to do something good for the galaxy, but they have to do bad stuff sometimes for it. And that's pretty much how 
Cassian's story goes the whole time. Yeah, it's a cool way to introduce the character, and it's a different than it's a different character than than you see in a lot of Star Wars because you always get scoundrel characters, but they always end up being like scoundrel with a heart of gold. Yeah, whereas usually. <laughs> he's like not quite not you're not quite so sympathetic with him, and I think that's probably why his character doesn't seem to be really loved by the fan base. No, even me, I I like him, but I don't totally love him. Like I like Han Solo more than him. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, I bring this know, it's, later. It's we're gonna play a game. Old. Yeah. I prepared a game for you where I want you to say whether you like one character or another, and so I I arranged all the characters and we're gonna compare them. It'll be one yeah. Rogue One character or a character not from Rogue One. Yes. And then I'll kind of talk yeah. about why. So we'll get more into that, but yeah, we're yeah. gonna see how much you love the characters, really. Yeah. Um. What about your? I'm well. I know they're your favorite characters. Chirrut and Baze. Yes. At least yeah. Chirrut, I know, yeah. is your favorite. Yeah, Chirrut is my favorite character in the whole movie, and I got um, I got the goosebumps with the <laughs> scene with him at the end. And, and Yeah, I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. Yes, yeah. No, he, and I mean, he takes out all those stormtroopers, which is great. Um, when he comes in, like when he first shows up and beats them all with the stick. Yeah, when he first shows up. <laughs> I like awesome. Actually, that whole scene is really interesting. I find that it's interesting that... Um, you see the rebels kind of as being almost like terrorists in this in that yeah. scene because that's everyone's hiding and waiting for a tank to go around a corner and yeah. then uh, and then like a grenade gets thrown and yeah and blows it's like just in the, the street tank. they don't care about the civilians they they're just attacking the empire wherever they are yeah but, uh, it's interesting to see that scene and then uh, right after that you get Jin and Cassie and running away from stormtroopers and yeah then they get. When they're just about to get caught and K2SO is there. And <laughs> I love when she turns around and shoots the KX droid, the other K2 looking yeah. droid. Did you know that wasn't me? Of course. And then K2SO just walks out and he's like, you knew that wasn't me, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> because when you see it, you do think that she shot him. And he's like, yeah, oh, of course. Because you never gonna... see two of any droids. Yeah. You haven't seen like, that. The battle droids well, you haven't stuff. seen that droid before, right? That droid was created That's the first that time movie, right? he showed up in our world, yeah. Yeah. In, in canon, he shows up earlier, but yeah. in the real world, that was his first appearance. <laughs> yeah. So you assume it's him. And he has yeah. some great lines in that movie, too. K2SO uh, is one of my favorite droids, for yeah. sure. He's, he's hilarious. Great. <laughs> um, but you see them, and yeah, and they fail to uh, convince the Empire, the stormtroopers, that, you know, like, oh, this robot's taking the prisoners. And they're like, no, no, we'll take them. Um, and then Chirrut stands, uh, he stands up, and he just walks, and he says, let them pass, let them pass. Yeah. And then he walks to the center, and they tell him stop, you know, and one guy says, like, oh, he's just blind, like, don't worry. And, um, yeah, it's then the he just crap out yeah, he just starts beating the crap out of them. It's awesome. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And then I love, too, right after he beats all them and a bunch of other stormtroopers run in, that base shows up, and his gun just, like, I think it, like, auto-targets and, like, just... You know, yeah, swipes he does. through all of them. Yeah, he, he kills all of them. He, he swipes like an automatic shot past yeah, the front around of the barrel him. is like turning. And yeah, yeah, and really it goes cool. around <laughs> Chirrut, and yeah. he's you know, and he gets he angry like for a sec. Yeah, he's like, "You almost shot me." Yeah, <laughs> but Which, that also reminds me another good Chirrut line. Right after that, when they actually do get captured, 
they put they get captured by the Partisans, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. rebels, and they put the bag over Chirrut's head. And he's like, "Are you kidding me? I'm blind." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that line is the best. <laughs> yeah, that is good. It's funny, and it does, and he says it right as it's cutting out. Yeah, <laughs> so it's I don't know. It's really good editing, I guess. Yeah. This movie has some surprisingly funny parts in it, actually. Like also when K two smacks Cassian in the face. I love that part. Yeah, you were telling I, me. Yeah, I I was just telling you. That part was actually not scripted, so you can see in the movie, Cassian is, like, covering his face and, like, smiling because he's trying not to laugh because he didn't actually know that Alan Tudyk was going to smack him right in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Which is really funny. I love watching that every time. They they did a good job of covering up because I did not notice it. Yeah, I didn't until I read about it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's great. They they did a good job with some, uh, like, some comedic scenes in there. Especially because it's really a downer movie, and yeah. you know, especially at the end. Also, um, so we get introduced to Chirrut and Baze, and we get introduced to Bodhi, and uh, he he seems like a character that like really didn't have too much. I, f- I feel he's like the he's one very who's there forgettable the most for the becomes. plot. I think because he's the plot. <laughs> yeah, he's the pilot who escaped, and that's what they're going for, and then. Once they find him, then they find out about that message from Galen, and he kind of takes a backseat, even though he was already kind of taking a backseat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we He's have, all right, though. I didn't dislike him or anything. We have, obviously, pretty much the main character, uh, Jin. Yeah, I like Jin quite a lot, actually. Yeah, she's good. and um, She's an interesting character, because she doesn't want to do it the whole time, which you never really see. Like, you're used to seeing Anakin, who's excited to fight in the wars and stuff, and... Uh, Luke, who's, again, excited. He's excited to go join the Rebellion. Yeah. And Rey, who's excited to meet the Resistance heroes and fight with them. And, like, you'll always see someone who's totally into it. You never see someone like Jin, who's like, I just want to keep my head down and let all this stuff happen. I don't, like, I don't care if it's the Empire or the Rebellion. I just want to, you know, just stay back, hide somewhere, and that's it. (laughs) Yeah, I think she was more excited just to find her dad. Yeah, that's Um, definitely what it was. She doesn't have quite the good heart that Luke does. And through through some of the books and stuff, you see, like, she's gone through hell. She's had a pretty bad life, largely thanks to that jackass Sagarera. <laughs> uh, um, and also, you know, the Empire and stuff. But she's had bad experience with the Rebels and the Empire, so she kind of just wants to, like... She's like, whatever, you guys are both awful sometimes, so just fight each other. I don't care what happens. Just yeah. do your thing. And leave me out of it. <laughs> I like uh, I like Saw Guerrera. Uh, I like when uh, they're talking and uh, Jin is like, you know, last time you saw me, you like told me you hit ah. me in a bunker and ran away. <laughs> you said to and, wait until dawn, and yeah, I waited and you never came back. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh, but you know, people are gonna find out about you, so uh, you know, it was the yep. best thing for you. I hate and then <laughs> you see that moment in the books, and like, there's no prelude to it. He just dumps her like they're in it it's really bad too it's actually worse than it sounds like there because they do a mission and like they're getting caught by the empire which isn't who he was talking about he was talking about the rebels finding out that she was the daughter of someone in the empire yeah oh yeah um so yeah the empire is like nearly catching them and then they kind of like escape from this building as it's being bombarded i forget it's probably by the empire and um then yeah they hide her in like this little bunker place i guess and he's like, okay, I'll come back for you. And then he just doesn't. <laughs> That's it. He's not, there's no prelude. There's no part where he's like, you know, 
oh, we might have to part ways soon. It's just like, boom, I'm done. Screw you. <laughs> Screw you, daughter. That's pretty much how it is. Yeah, yeah. And He's I the mean, worst. I hate him. <laughs> anyways, anyways, yeah. After this, we get, uh, after the mission where Sagarera is on Jeddah, before Jeddah blows up, um, we get the mission where they go to save, well, they go to Eridu. save slash kill uh, Galen. Eridu is where Tarkin's from. He's on Edu. Um, so we get that mission, and um, this that is like pretty good. Like I said, this is the best part for Cassian. So if you really want to, that's his like redemption part, sort of his, mean, it, his turning point. Not redemption so much. It's well, his turning point where he changes. Jin doesn't really uh, believe him about you know him doing what he thinks is right, and that he got orders and didn't follow them to kill Galen, but she. You know, she likes him later on when he basically says, like, I'll go with your plan, even though they're... Yeah, even though they're he proves that he's a good person. Yeah. Because yeah. right at that moment, when she finds out that, you know, he was gonna... He was gonna kill her yeah. dad, it's it's just like, oh, you were lying to me this whole time, okay. And then after that, it's like, okay, you actually did choose not to, and now you're fighting with me and for me. Um... It's great. It's a good scene, and then yeah, we get to see X wings fly in, and that's cool. Awesome. And yeah, I like seeing uh, the X wings there. It's, you know, last time we saw an X wing, it was well on screen like that. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it didn't have the technology of today, and I think they they look really good in this movie. Yeah, they look <laughs> them cool. and all of the ships really actually. Uh, all of them. There's a lot of times where you see Star Destroyers, and it's like, wow, that looks real now. <laughs> it's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of looks real too, we get uh, we get the Tarkin scenes with the CGI Tarkin. What do yeah. you think of that? I actually like it quite a bit. A lot of people don't, and I you can tell it's CGI, but to me it's not so much that it bothers me the whole time. Yeah, it's always like at first I'm like, eh. okay, like, now I'm used to it. Yeah, I kind of refocus <laughs> my eyes like that, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, no, I thought it was done really well. It's, yeah, same with Leia too. A lot of people really crap on that one, but I think she looks uh, good. I think she looks good. I think she looks too perfect, but she's Princess Leia. She she's looked pretty really good princess. before. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. And it's a cool way to get Tarkin in it and actually have him as a character in the whole movie, which I like. That's I true. really like Tarkin. He's an interesting guy. And we get to, we get the feud between Tarkin and Krennic. Yeah. Which is awesome because that's, that's a part... That's, that's something that you see in the Empire a lot. Yeah. But you don't see it so much in the movies. Yeah. Yeah, you get the kind of squabbling that you get in, yeah. within the Empire, which is awesome. In this, though, awesome. you see it, like, at its peak. You see, you yeah. know, Tarkin's like, all right, sweet, I'm going to take control of this battle station now. Yeah. This, you know, the thing I talked about years ago to the Emperor? It's like, but I made it. <laughs> I spent, like, 20 years making this thing. And he's like, well, too bad for you. Yeah. But yeah, but you get a lot of that. You, you get, get a lot, lot of, of that squabbling in between them, which is great. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, and um, I like. I really like Krennic. I think he was yeah. played brilliantly, and I think that. Um, I mean, I would love to have seen more of him. I really like. It's possible to go the, back and tell stories about him, but yeah, there's more of him in the books. Yeah, though in one of the books that I don't like, <laughs> but um, I really like the cleverness of his design as a character because like the whole wearing a white cloak and white cape thing makes him look important to us and you know characters in the universe but there's only so much room like 
he couldn't be, you know, the head of the Empire, because he's not the Emperor, he's not Tarkin, like, we haven't heard of him before. Yeah, this is so really like close how, to established stuff yeah. that everyone knows, so. So, like, how can he be a big bad guy and look all imposing? It's like, well, you know, he's not actually quite as big and bad as he seems, he just looks like it, so the average viewer will just be like, oh, this guy's cool, and, like, that's literally the character's goal, is to do that, and it's really funny that they managed to put that into the character and the real world at the same time. That's true. The trailer could have made him seem like a more important character yeah. than he was as well. I love that so much. <laughs> but, um, so what about, finally, like, the last big segment of the movie, the Battle of Scarif? What do you think of that whole battle? Uh, it's really cool because it is, like, I always really enjoy... Uh, suicide missions or battles where you know that you're probably not coming back from. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy characters that uh, put themselves out there for that. That's, I mean, a lot of my favorite characters in any sort of fandom are are those characters who self-sacrifice. Yeah, um, that's why I like Admiral Raddus. We talked about him a bit in one of the drafts in a previous episode. Yeah. Um, he's the Mon Calamari guy. He's a blue Akbar guy. <laughs> And he he's the one who, like, spearheads the whole joining Rogue One thing on Scarif. And he's the first one, I think, to go with them. And then a bunch more people start coming. And yeah. Yeah. He, he know, I think he knows he might not get there, like, get out of there. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Same well, with that, all that's of Rogue One. <laughs> the, whole, the whole meeting that they had was basically um, an argument between people who said, now is the time to go because we have these plans. Yeah, it's and the people only saying like, but we don't have enough. Like we're or probably we going to get, get crushed. Yeah. And then Jin basically convinces them both. Like it is the time. We're probably going to get crushed, but this is the time. Like it's the only time. Otherwise, we we're going to get go crushed anyways. Otherwise, yeah. And that's There's I mean, no other time. <laughs> that's how the rebels always operate in. You know, I, I mean, in the show Rebels or the yeah. Resistance. And it's also just freaking. Well, it's like um, it's like World War. It's like World War Two and well, World War One. The same thing, you know. Like you're probably not coming back, but you're saving the world for saving the, the rest future. Of the like yeah. this is yeah, this is going to be the future of the entire planet. Yeah, and in this case, the a galaxy. lot of people. Yeah, and a lot of people went and and joined the army, and you know, probably knew that they weren't coming back, and probably scared and undertrained oh, yeah. and. It does a good job of capturing that kind of feeling. Yeah. Where it's, where it's like, we have to go. We might not make it, but we're the only ones who will do it, and we have to do it because of that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, also just the battle is awesome. And, <laughs> the uh, space battle is like possibly my favorite space battle in Star Wars. It's really good. It's I like So much of it is just super cool to watch. I love when the hammerhead thing... Corvette uh, yep. rams into the other Star Destroyer and, like, smashes it into another Star Destroyer, and then it all smashes down into the ring, and it's like, those guys didn't make it out. I'm yeah. almost certain, unless you see them, I'm pretty sure you don't, though. And, like, it was just, like, it was the only option. It was the kind of thing the Empire would never do. We've talked about that before, too. Like, the bold strategies that the Rebellion uses are things that a group like the Empire just wouldn't. They wouldn't yeah. sacrifice a ship like that. And they wouldn't think of that strategy, probably. Most of the Empire wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. How about, you know, the big thing with Scarif, everybody dying? Um, I mean, the, the scene where they all die is good. I did want to talk about as well the uh, the K2SO 
um, locking the door and everything like that as well yeah. was a really good scene. They that's, did a great job for it. And oh, that's um, my favorite one, but I do really like that. Well, it's it's interesting it's when they make favorite. you feel bad for a droid, right? <laughs> I or always they... do. <laughs> <laughs> There's a droid that Chopper pushes out of the ship in Rebels, like near the beginning, and I feel bad for that droid. <laughs> he's okay, okay though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he'll be all right. They show him after he's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that scene was really great. Um, you get the scene where, you know, where Chirrut has to go and grab, the, he has to turn a switch, right? That might be my favorite one. Yeah, yeah that's, well, that's my favorite scene. But yeah, it's yeah, really he, good. He trusted in the force. And I love that, the force, the way yeah. it works in this movie. Yeah, it's a different side to the force. Like, he, he's it's like... the part that anyone can use. He's kind of like, he believes in the living force type of thing, you know? Yeah. They, they, like... He doesn't says use, it's going to happen, right? He doesn't use the Force. The Force uses him. He's he a guardian the of the too. wills? Yeah. Yeah, and so was Baze. Yeah. Because I remember well, he, he says that Baze yeah. was the greatest of the guardians yeah. of the wills. Before, he was, but he's Before he became jaded fallen. and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chirrut is still a guardian of the wills. Baze less so. That's yeah. pretty much how it seems. But yeah, I mean, you get that scene and, uh, you know, everyone thinks he's crazy and he goes yeah. and does it and it works and it works... And it's funny because you don't know whether it it doesn't really confirm you to you whether the force really did it or not, or whether he just like got lucky. You know, but got that lucky. Is the force. But the yeah. force is luck. Did and the that's, force work that's why because it's so cool to me. did the force work because it it made you know stormtroopers not able to see him or not able to hit him or deflected bolts? Yeah. Or was it just a timing thing? It, I, I or feel was like it, it was always like, going to happen? Like battle meditation. Yeah. It's like. You know, he was letting the force flow through him, so suddenly they were, like, missing. And they were, like, the Death Troopers, they were Death Troopers, too. It wasn't just regular Stormtroopers. were probably like, what's happening? Like, why can't we hit this guy? Yeah. And, like, they just kept missing. Like, something got in their head and they couldn't do it. Actually, speaking of the Death Troopers, a lot of people talk about how they're not, you know, they don't actually do anything and they're not that cool. But if you pay attention during the movie, as soon as the Death Troopers show up, they kill, like, almost all of the Rebels there... To the point, I think it's like Chirrut, Baze, and two other guys who were hiding there when there were a lot more than that right before Yeah, that. there seemed to be about and 40 guys. they're all pushed back right to the door, literally as far back as they could go. And the Death Troopers kill Chirrut after the whole switch thing. Yep. And they kill Baze. So well, Baze kind of steps, steps out and says, like, you know, I'm taking... He kills a bunch of them. As many I as think you guys down before you get him, The right? force is with him again, too, because he starts saying that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, but then, like, after one of the Death Troopers dies, he, he, he kills him <laughs> by accident, I guess, because he has a grenade in his hand and it kills them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not, you know, it's not like they killed all of our main characters right away or anything, but they did kill two of them, and they killed a lot of other rebels as soon as they showed up, and they look cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really only, uh, when it was on the planet at the end, it's only Cassian and uh, Jin who are By the very still end, around, yeah. right? They yeah. don't they don't all disappear at the end. Um, and there's no death troopers around them. I, I mean, the ending battle is really good, and it builds up to it, but I like, it's like the only Star Wars movie where I like most of the beginning more than the end. Really? Yeah. I'm the opposite. I actually, I saw the movie in theaters, and for the first while, until Scarif, I was like, eh, this is alright. Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really love it. It was like, this is fine. It was the first time I'd ever felt like that about a Star Wars movie. 
which was weird. <laughs> I hate doing that. I hate when I sit in the it theater. It was also, I heard a lot of things about it, so I was thinking of it too critically, I think. I yeah. I when that happens. I hate when I sit in the theater and I critique a movie while I'm watching yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Um, but yeah, I thought Scarif was awesome. Scarif was like the part of that movie that I loved, and the rest of it was like, yeah, you know, okay, <laughs> it's fine. But then I've watched that movie. It's one of, it's pretty much the only Star Wars movie I go back to randomly. Sometimes I see I watch Solo again, but not that often. Mm-hmm. Usually I just like if I feel like watching Star Wars, I'll just watch Rogue One. And I actually I really like it now. I like the beginning more than I used to for sure. Yeah. And I still like Scarif more, but it's all good now. <laughs> yeah. I think one last thing we should probably talk about Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, the, obviously, this scene is like one of the major takeaways from the oh, fan yeah. base is that it's you know awesome. we got to see Darth Vader <laughs> in action, and it and also it connects James it right Jones to the again. next movie, right? Yeah, so. that was my favorite part about it. Like it. He, he chases the ship and like it's really tense and you know he's chasing the or he's not chasing the ship he's chasing like the plans for the Death Star onto the rebel ship yeah. inadvertently and then they just barely escape and I love that kind of thing when yeah. they just get out of it that's another thing with The Last Jedi I, I love that it's like they just barely made it out of that and you get that feeling same with episode five with Empire Strikes Back like they just barely escape like you get that a lot in Star Wars yeah it's awesome yeah <laughs> they, well they, they escaped and you're like oh my and god they got really badly beaten but it's they pretty escaped. terrifying too <laughs> when he shows up it's not like he doesn't do gruesome things really like some people I've heard describe it like it's vicious and stuff and it's like he doesn't like he kind of cuts a guy in half but you don't see him fall in half he just slashes him while he's like forced up onto the ceiling yeah and then you don't see him fall in half. He doesn't decapitate anyone or anything. Yeah, I don't see it as that. I see but it more he's as really he, scary. <laughs> I see it as like uh, you know he's a he's a giant guy crushing ants. Like these yeah. guys are not worth his time. It feels like no matter what they did, they could not have possibly done any damage to him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's awesome. It's like when you're playing a game and you're Very like, threatening. you need to roll a seven on a D6 to get them. And you're like, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't have any plus ones yeah. or anything. Like, How well, do I do that? roll the dice and enjoy not like losing. Enjoy dying. Yeah. <laughs> You'd better run. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what I feel like. I, I didn't feel like it was vicious. I felt like it was like he was a god destroying. Yeah. You know, it was like yeah. it's surprisingly low effort from Vader. Yeah. I feel like that scene really... Like, if you don't take anything else, if other people are like, yeah, but all the characters died, so now it's not important. You're like, well, we got that one. Yeah, a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people have any complaints about that scene. Yeah. Some people probably do, but most people I haven't heard too many complaints about this movie altogether. There's actually a lot of people who hate this movie. Really? Yeah, I know. I'm surprised by it, too. They're not as adamant about it it as, like, the the vocal minority, like, always? It actually might be like a not very vocal minority. Oh, okay. Because I don't, I don't see them shouting about it that often. Like, you know, with the Last Jedi, if you mention the Last Jedi, especially yeah. like when it came out, I could just like yeah. tweet something about the Last Jedi, and then there would be people who just search the Last Jedi and then get <laughs> mad at people, and then you'd like it'd be like total stranger. There's no one you know who fo- like follows yeah. them or they follow anyone you know. Like they just searched out the last Jedi <laughs> to get mad at it. That doesn't happen with Rogue One. I don't think I ever saw it's that. It's not that same level. But um on that note, why don't I we think get to the game? That's good for talking about the movie or talking directly about the movie. Yeah, yeah we're let's still get gonna to the be, game. That's why I figured we can cut this a little bit shorter and we'll uh, yeah, yeah. we'll get to the game. So 
In this game, I have made a list of characters, and I have... Uh, I think it's all the main characters. Okay. It's... It's Rogue One. Yeah, it's all That's the Rogue One's characters, um, and then I have, like, I a couple of twists here. So, I'm going to ask you between two characters, and you're going to tell me which character you like more. And then you can elaborate a little bit. Okay. So, I want you to tell me whether you like... Uh, Cassian... Or Django Fett. Ooh. Huh. This is not how I expect this to go. I do like both of them. They're both like... Well, I guess not they're both. Neither of them are too similar to each other, but they're both like, you know, shooting guys. They don't have the force and they just they're do their soldiers. Own thing. Yeah. They're soldiers yeah. and they're also... Django especially because... You know, Django like, is... Django becomes be like five million soldiers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know how many, but anyways. Um, but they're both characters that didn't appear for too long. Yeah, they're similar and in that. We saw kind of them way. die. They don't, you know, they, they don't die use in the their force. first appearance too. I feel like Django might win in a fight, but what character do you like? Yeah, better? that's not what I'm thinking about. I would like which which character you'd like better. I might like Cassian better, though. I'm gonna add this caveat. If you were talking about like the clones, it would definitely be the clones more. Yeah, yeah. It's just Django specifically even though they're the same person, sort of. Um, I'm going with Cassian because Django, I feel like there's not so much to him. He's just a bounty hunter, and I actually don't particularly care for bounty hunters. I don't dislike them, but yeah. being a bounty hunter doesn't automatically make me like someone. There are some fans that just like like bounty hunter yeah. characters. For me, so. I like, yeah. you know, Empire kind of characters. Like, I like Jedi sort of characters, too. And Sith for me. Yeah. yeah. So, but, yeah, I think that's that's... The big reason, and I do, I like Cassian and Jango Fett. He's not so likable. <laughs> All right, so it's one nothing for uh, Rogue, uh, Rogue yeah, One for characters. K two S O or Chopper? Ah, uh, damn it! I was hoping you wouldn't say Chopper. I'm gonna make them all hard on you. Uh, <laughs> I think this one's actually a bit easier. I like Chopper more, but that's because Chopper. Maybe my favorite droid. It's him or probably like HK forty seven, and I think yeah. it still might be Chopper because I really like how Chopper is just a big jealous jerk. Sometimes he like there was one time where they're like they bring another droid onto their ship and they're like good job and then yeah he pushes him out of a ship. I mentioned earlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he falls all the way down to Lothal, and that's I find that really funny. Even though I feel bad for that droid, I also really like that you can understand what Chopper's saying a lot of the time. Yeah, they do, it's the way really they do, cool. it's almost like Chewie, when they do dialogue with Chewie, you can, sometimes a you lot can of times, tell. you can, they do a good job of doing the dialogue so that you know exactly I think what he said. I think it's more than with Chewie too, because there's one time where he says like, well, Hera and Kanan like kiss, and he's like, oh, get a room you two, and you can completely tell what yeah, he's saying, yeah, the, and there's, I actually didn't, I didn't remember this, but I saw it on a YouTube video, he's... In Rebels, he says, I've got a bad feeling about this. And you can tell that's what it is because the way it sounds. Yeah. Like the cadence of the words. And yeah, I really like that. And I don't know. I like uh, oftentimes characters and droids and stuff that don't actually speak. But you can kind of tell what they're saying. Yes. K2 is awesome, though. <laughs> Let's not undersell him. He's hilarious. He's one of my favorite droids for sure. All right. Um... I'm going to ask you now. So, by the way, I, I picked all these characters, mostly characters that are not 
uh, in like three or four movies or don't yeah. have an expansive. Because, because Rogue One characters don't. It would be hard, yeah, it would be hard to compare a character that's been in one movie and two books to a character that's been in you, four movies and yeah. seven books, right? You talked to, before we recorded, about like if you picked Cassian and Finn, I'd probably pick Finn. Yeah. And thinking about it now, I probably actually... Well, maybe not probably. I don't know. It would be a lot harder, though, if we only had The Force Awakens and Rogue One. Yeah. If they were only in one. I'd, I don't know which I'd choose. Yeah, yeah. So, no, yeah. if they were only in one movie and that was the end of it. It's different, yeah. But anyways. Um, so we're going to pick between Chirrut and okay. Cal Kestis. Oh, Jesus. I took for a second to remember who he was. That was weird. Cal yeah. Kestis. Um, that's weird because I actually really like Cal Kestis. Uh... Hmm. It's hard for me to chime in because I didn't play the whole game. Yeah, but he's the character from he's, uh, he's from, from Fallen, Fallen Order. Order. Yeah, I think Cal. But this is a really close one. If I could say they were tied, I'd say they were tied. Because <laughs> Chirrut is awesome. I like the way he uses the Force and his cool staff fighting. It's yeah, really cool. Maybe, maybe it's Chirrut. <laughs> I know, the, the martial really arts hard. fighting gets me because they did a really good job of choreographing that to look like a martial arts movie. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he does, like, it, it does look like Bruce Lee movies, and I do like Bruce Lee. I do like Bruce Lee movies and that kind of fighting. The reason I said Cal was because he has, like, a lot of depth having survived Order 66, and not to spoil it for you, but the game does go into that more okay. as you go into it, and it's pretty cool, and... Yeah, but I actually might change it to Jared. I'm going to go with Jared. <laughs> okay. Just by a little bit. Just, I don't know. I like the way he uses the Force. I'm glad that I've made this that hard for you. Yeah, no, this is really hard. <laughs> I know that you had a headache yesterday, so... Thanks. It's coming back. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you an easier one, maybe. Um, Bodhi or Rose? Rose. I actually really like Rose. There's one of the books that's like... A young reader book, I think it's called. It's like not quite a kid's book. Like, you mean like a not junior for like novel? a five year old, but like, yeah, like a junior novel. Yeah, they have a lot of them. Yeah. Is it one of those ones that have the black and red yeah, covers? That's, that's the ones. It's yeah. called Cobalt yeah. Squadron. And that book added a lot to her. And she has like a really good relationship with her sister that I like to see. And to the point where I get really sad at the beginning of The Last Jedi when yeah. she dies. And yep. I think I kind of felt that anyways, because like, you know, I have two brothers and a sister, and I love all you guys. You guys are great. So yeah. I can really sympathize with that pretty easily. They did a really good job of it, too, in the symbolism with the necklaces. Yeah. And, yeah. and when you see when you see her crying, like, you can you just know what's happened. Like, yeah. Or once you know the characters, I guess. But, yeah, it's sad. And Bodhi is, like, there's not too much. I don't yeah, know. so... He's, I, like I said, he's more of, like, a plot device. And Rose... It's true. Rose definitely is in Rise of Skywalker. She doesn't do anything really in that movie. She's in it for like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, but I counted her as a short that, that time character counts. because it's not. She's also not yeah. that much in the Last Jedi either. Like she, she is. She's in the side quest, right? But yeah, she's in the most side questy of the side quests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's uh, let's see what we can do. All right, uh, Krennic or Tarkin. Ooh. Tarkin? <laughs> no, I know Tarkin's been yeah. a lot more, so he kind of... Um, it's, 
He kind of bucks the rule that I made. Actually, However, I've I know that Krennic, you like Krennic enough. I do like Krennic a lot. That I can put them against I've each had other. Krennic in just as much content as Tarkin, actually. They're both in this movie. Tarkin's, I guess, he's in episode four, but... He's an OG character. Yeah, I don't feel like he's in it that much. And I actually don't necessarily love him in that movie. He's cool, and he's like a cool, scary bad guy, but... And he has the know, cool whatever. Clone Wars episode. Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, but Krennic is also Krennic and Tarkin. Their stories are intertwined a lot yeah. in like the new canon, thanks to Rogue One and the book tie-in books. And I often like Krennic because Krennic, uh, sorry Tarkin. I often like Tarkin because Tarkin is like. It feels like whenever Krennic's like, "Haha, I've got this," Tarkin's like, "Nope," <laughs> he yeah. just like swats him out of the yeah. way or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I I really enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm going with Tarkin. So the Rogue One crew is now down three to two. Um, we are going to go to okay. I'll I'll do the funny one now. <laughs> Saw Gerrera. Oh boy. Or Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be Jar Jar Binks. Let me explain to you <laughs> the very mean sounding and kind of just mean reason for this. Jar Jar adds something to Star Wars. Sagarera doesn't. <laughs> Jar Jar, there are kids who enjoy Jar Jar. I don't feel like anyone should enjoy Sagarera. <laughs> I hate him. All he ever does is betray characters that you enjoy, and he, he's just a dick about it. He has like this reasoning where it's like, oh yeah, could have seen that coming. Great, you betrayed, you know, Ezra. You betrayed Jin. You betrayed like yeah. everyone. The entire. Freaking rebellion! Yeah, like that's all he ever does. And I watched the Clone Wars episodes recently with him, which I haven't watched in a long time. Yeah, and I think it's the first two. I was like, oh man, he's actually like he's okay, and like I'm you know I'm getting used to this. And then at the end of one of the episodes, uh, his sister's there, and like he's leading like a little rebellion against the separatists. Yep, and his rebellion votes her as the leader and then he storms off pouting and like ah oh, Jesus Christ man <laughs> and then it was like nope that's it and then after that he was just being a whiny baby and whatever the whole friggin time I hate Sagarera <laughs> he's oh, the man. worst and he also just he talks so weird in, in Rogue One that always gets me he's oh, like I constantly like gasping <laughs> I like that actually <laughs> and nice deception I don't totally hate it right away but he keeps doing it and the the worst thing in that movie is when when he's like interrogating uh, Bodhi kind of or like when he first introduces himself with a I mind guess. reading robot when he's yeah. like it's a creature not a robot it's well a no robot sorry yeah creature. no the big yeah. creature yeah and he's like just out of nowhere he's like boogily it's like what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about <laughs> what on earth it sounds like you just had a stroke on set <laughs> it does it does there's no preamble for what a boar gullet is and the way he says it is like boogily and it's like, what the hell it's the stupidest thing anyways oh, so we got two more he tries to kill a baby genotion and it's child so this is something you won't hear too often. Jar Jar Binks for the win. Yep. Uh, so the Rogue One crew is down four to two, uh, but they are—they do have a chance to tie it. Here's an interesting one because I had a hard time making a comparable character for Baze Malbus, but uh, we're gonna do Baze or Cara Dune. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Baze. I actually don't think that's all that hard for me to decide. Oh no! Because while I do like Cara Dune. 
there are a number of times, especially in her first appearance, where it feels like she doesn't know how to act. Like, it's really weird. And you get that impression do you, do you a couple know about times the in The Mandalorian. I know she's like an MMA fighter. Yeah, she yeah. was, She was like... Which is, I think, where that comes from. She was the original, like, woman that they tried to sell in the, yeah. in America. So they have, like, a lot of MMA fighters in Japan who are yeah. women. But uh, she was the first kind of marketable woman fighter hmm. in, well, uh, in North America. So she was really big before Ronda Rousey and things like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah, so there's a couple times where she says stuff and it's just like, that. I can tell you're acting, but then, like, when you get to the last two episodes with her, then it's better, like, she, that doesn't happen nearly as much, and that also just happens in The Mandalorian, like, in that show, there's a couple times in the first episode, too, like, that blue guy that he's taking in is his first bounty, as The Mandalorian's taking in, his acting is, like, weird, I feel like it's pretty bad the whole yeah. time. Yeah. And, like, the whole show kind of feels campy. Even uh, Grief Karga, there's a couple times where, like, he says stuff and it's just like, well, that sounded weird. It didn't sound like you're in Star Wars. And I think that's probably because it's a show, not a movie, so they didn't have quite the time to fix stuff like that and whatever. But, yeah, so that kind of gets me. And also just... I don't like Cara Dune as much as I like Baze. I really like Baze. Okay. <laughs> I like him pretty close to as much as Tyrion, I think. All right, well, that uh, that one went quick, so yeah. uh, let's see if we can tie it up. All right, last so, one. So, the last one, and I saved the last one with Jin. Now, this is the only comparable I could find, and I know you're back and forth. I feel like Jin will win this, but Jin or Aiden Versio. It's actually kind of tough. Aiden Versio in Star Wars Battlefront 2, she's the main character of that game. I I feel like she's cool, but her story kind of sucks. And then there's a DLC where she's cooler. I like her more in that. Yeah. But um, she has a book as well where she's actually quite awesome. She It's about her actually in Inferno Squad and being a cool Empire badass, and she is. And it's really cool. <laughs> I don't know. She's she definitely like, she is when she calls. escapes She's the jail. She's a very good, tough leader. And yeah, it's like that for a whole book. Okay. <laughs> it's quite good. And although I guess there's a lot of like infiltration, infiltration in that book, and like it's not always her being the cool like operative. It's like being a spy, which is still cool. It's different though. Um, but Jin, I find like really interesting in a very different way. Um, we talked about it earlier. She like I like that she's uh, back and forth, or not back and forth. She's just like she's reluctant in the middle. Hero, she yeah. wants to be away from the empire and the rebellion. She just wants to go hide in her own corner. Um, so yeah, it's a tough choice. I think I might actually go with Aiden. I think it's largely because of not the main ca campaign of Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. It's because of the stuff where you see her being a badass Imperial, so not so much as a rebel. If you're going with just as a rebel, then it might be Jin. But for the whole character, I'm going with Aiden. Jin, I, too, I feel too, like, her story doesn't have a lot of depth to it. I mean, like it does and it doesn't, but you can explain it pretty easily and that's it. Mm -hmm. And with Aiden, like, there's a little more to it. There's not necessarily all that much. Because it's like, you know, she was raised Imperial and she betrays and then whatever. All that stuff happens. But with Jin, it's like, 
she was raised by just parents, basically. They were just normal parents who had normal jobs as far as they were concerned. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird jobs, but whatever. And then the Empire took her parents, and then she just wanted to hide. And that's pretty much it. That's how it feels pretty much the whole time. Yeah. I mean... There is more to it than that, but you can explain it like that, and that's... The yeah, you can strokes. simplify it. You yeah. can simplify it very much. Okay, so the Rogue One crew lost 5-3. to three. Yeah. Uh, they uh, suffer, suffered... I would like to say I don't dislike the crew. I just, you know... Well... These other characters, I think, generally, I liked a little more. K2SO was close for K2SO Chopper. Close. I mean, if I mentioned a different droid, maybe he would have won. Probably. And uh, <laughs> as well, like I, like, I, it seems like you like Krennic as well, but Tarkin... I do uh, like Krennic a lot, but I think I just like Tarkin more. Tarkin's, like, ruthless, and, yeah, Krennic tries to be, but he kind of fails. <laughs> okay, well, that's um, that's our game for today. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want to, like, this is our fun discussion show, and but if you want the news from things happening in Star Wars Universe, then tune into. Imperial Remnant Broadcast. Yeah. And uh, go to Fandom Empire on uh, on uh, Facebook. And YouTube. And YouTube. Yeah, yeah their YouTube channel is awesome. They have yeah, things. Yeah, they have lots of stuff. It's not just Star Wars either. If something pops up, then they they do some. They, yeah. they do a video on it. They do a you know, video on the Batman trailer. We, yeah, we talked about the Batman trailer with them We last did. Week. We and did. Awesome. Uh, they recently did one on the uh, tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just basically anything pop culture that that comes out. Um, I know that the host Sean will just like say like, "Hey guys, let's do let's let's cover this. We got to cover yeah. this." So any of your fandom everything. nerd sort of interests and any Star Wars news that comes out, definitely go and check them out on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, it's Fandom Empire. F-A-N-D-O-M Empire. Like Fandom Menace, except not awful, like the <laughs> Fandom Menace is. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and uh, we'll get at it later. Yeah. Yeah. See you next week. Later. Rogue Sons, a Star Wars podcast for fun. Rogue Sons. We hope we're your chosen one. Oh, that's hilarious.